Hi everybody, this is Julie, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geekless Funk. You're going to love this episode. I'm going to talk about how I went to Los Angeles in October 2023. Um, so like a couple months ago. I'll talk about the Evan and Zane concert that I went to. You guys like to hear about that. It was awesome. Spoiler alert. And then um, I'll do some uh, some uh, some housekeeping as far as what I've been up to as an indie filmmaker. And then at the end of this episode, towards the end, I'm going to I like to end everything on a positive note. But this will be a positive video um but or uh podcast uh but at the end of this podcast i will give tips on how to follow your dreams and how to do that because i'm in dreams and in some ways living the dream and i want y'all to listen to 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 live your dream as well okay so this is going to be a great episode stay tuned it'll be so awesome okay i'm julie uh yeah i'm julie <laughs> okay so a uh, couple of things i want to give a shout out to alex so uh alex likes me okay so i am i'm a lot of things multifaceted but i'm also a fan of a lot of bands but definitely one of my favorite bands is evan plus zane and so um i talked about i went to a concert in los angeles um it was a Halloween show featuring Evan plus Zane. Uh, that would be Evan Rachel Wood and Zane Carney for any new listeners. And um, so <laughs> shout out to Alex, one of my subscribers on YouTube. Uh, Alex, you're awesome. Oh, yeah. And you sent me an a Instagram message saying you love my podcast. You like me to talk about Evan and Zane through YouTube. And then you like me to talk about it, talk about the band um, on uh, on podcasts. So yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and then with the uh, podcast, I can um I can I can go into more details. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, so the couple things I yeah, let's uh, we'll get started. Uh yeah, okay. So, um um gosh, where do I start? Okay. Uh right, right, right. Couple of things. I'll I'll start with Tali. Yeah, okay. So, um this year I've been traveling a lot. Uh what I want to say with all the love in the world is right now, um San Francisco kind of sort of sucks, but I've lived in San Francisco since 2005. Technically I live in Oakland. Oakland is an amazing city. I uh, just found out we lost the Oakland A's, but we're going to get the Oakland B's. Ballers. We're, they're called the Ballers. Oakland Ballers. So we're getting a we're getting a, a new baseball team. And I was like awesome where's the merch okay anyway <laughs> so i think that's clever we were the oakland a's now we're the oakland B b's the oakland ballers and i was like awesome great that makes me so happy it's a different league but anyway anyway okay so i live in the bay area but it kind of sucks out here right now we did not to in my opinion we never really recovered from the global pandemic so i've been traveling a lot this year it's been really good for my mental health because um i talked to some friends in thanksgiving uh, hung out with my friends and thanks for Thanksgiving. They were, <clears throat> they're from North Carolina. I'm from Virginia. And we were kind of just talking about the woes of the Bay Area. And um, it's hard to explain if you don't live here. But um, I'm gonna keep this uh, podcast, you know, like uh, positive for the most part. And so, <laughs> so, but I'll definitely end on a good note. But yeah, like the bear is a little depressing right now and uh, people are kind of weird out here and blah, blah, blah. Not like fun weird like, oh, I have this quirky thing where I make macaroni art or something like that. It it's more just like, um, it's like, I don't know, it's like the whole area is like insecure, but then they have a lot of money and it's a weird combination and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I've been traveling a lot this year and it's been great. And I had a great conversation with my older sister. I got to do two more podcasts after this. Uh, so I'm trying to catch up on my social media stuff and do like a screenplay. But I'll talk about my housekeeping um, at the end of this. So, um, so yeah, so the bear is weird. Oh, I had a great conversation with my older sister where I was just telling her that, hey, because I, I have been traveling a lot this year. And I was like, I'm not rich. I just, uh, I, you know, I mean, and she's like, you, you're just single and you don't have any kids. I was like, exactly. So I have a little more expendable income and I've gotten a lot better at managing my money. And then I've lived in the Bay Area, like I said, since 2005. So um, I worked my way up to having like a decent day job. I like my day job. So, all right. So 
so these trips I've been taking, they've actually been totally mental health trips because they've just been really good for me. So, um, so there, I actually had got a lot of listens about my trip to, um, to Denver and I had a blast and, uh, the psychedelics show was amazing with Evan and Zane in Denver. So good. Okay. So this one, yeah, I'll be talking about Los Angeles. So I like Los Angeles. I'm, um, for a while, people would kind of talk uh, up here. People kind of talk smack about LA. I kind of don't get it because when I go to Los Angeles, people are really nice. Um, I'm avoiding the snooty areas. <laughs> My friend Jose said people are kind of snooty in West Hollywood. So I'm definitely gay or LGBTQ. But I haven't gone to West Hollywood yet because... I don't want to deal with snootiness. <laughs> and my friend Jose, who's like a sweetheart. Um, I trust Jose. So, um, but anyway, so I don't go to like the snooty parts of Los Angeles, but there's like really cool, like middle class, working class parts of, I don't know, LA where people are just friendly and I like the friendliness. And like to me, the dream is still alive in Los Angeles. To me, when I'm in Los Angeles, I can feel the optim, I can see like on a spiritual level, I can see the optimist optimism like seeping out of the ground um also i am uh 41 years old um i'm creating this as a saturday night at nine o'clock at night so i'm a little sleepy but um so uh, bear with me but yeah when i'm in los angeles like i can see the optimism like seeping out of the ground personally like to me the dream's still alive in los angeles and um the other thing I was going to say is, oh, the first time I ever went to Los Angeles, because I was scared to go there, and I'll get into that later, but I, and I am an indie filmmaker, I just, I, I guess on a spiritual level, I wasn't ready, so the first time I ever went to Los Angeles, I was 40 years old, and it was to see an Evan and Zane concert, so I had the time of my life, like, you know, in some ways, it feels like the Bay, Bay Area, in some way, I've had a lot of fun out here, I've met some cool people, but it just seems like the Bay Area has been, like, telling me to go F myself for, like, since 2005, kind of. But then when I go to Los Angeles, it's like, it just seems like, as a city, it's like, well, we'll take you. <laughs> it seems like LA is, like, giving me a hug. I have zero experience with Hollywood. So if you're like, I have no experience with Hollywood. Um, so I don't have any Hollywood tea. And at the moment, I'm trying to work in Hollywood, I guess, like, break in. So I, I will not be spilling any tea i don't have any tea i don't want to spill tea i'm not in a position where i could spill tea so i just want to right now i'm just saying positive stuff about la because i like it okay so all right so yeah um uh all right here we go so <laughs> um let's see um oh to me like la is actually not that expensive i go on like priceline or i go on like hotels.com or i find like safe oh by the way I'm very comfortable traveling by myself, but I'm like a, I'm like a grown up. I'm like an adult. So that's why I feel safe. And, um, my instincts are pretty good. I'm good at, you know, sniffing out jerks and blah, blah, blah. So, okay. So, um, so, anyway, so it's actually not that pricey to go to Los Angeles from San Francisco. Like, um, the tickets are pretty, the chick, the tickets are cheap, plane tickets. The hotels are actually not that bad. Um, but the Ubers, the Lyfts, that's where they get you. So, uh, traffic is a thing in LA. I still haven't been in traffic that's that bad, but you just always have to account for traffic. So, um, so that's what makes the Ubers pricier in LA than in the Bay Area. Life hack, just letting you know. So the trick is it, when you get a hotel, make sure there's food around the hotel where you can just walk towards food. So you don't have to take an Uber or Lyft like everywhere because that's that's where it's expensive so that's where they get you <laughs> okay so that's a life hack so um okay so the trip so i let's see oh i couldn't so i, I got an early morning t uh ticket so i landed in la like at 9 a.m something like that so but and the ticket was cheap but i couldn't check into my hotel till 3 p.m so i was like okay i got time to kill and i had my bag but um it's like a gym bag so that's another life hack. Uh, my my personal item is, you know, that has all my stuff in it. So uh, I don't pay for bags. Another life hack why it's not too expensive for me to travel. So I anyway, so I couldn't check into my hotel till three o'clock. So I okay. 
So here we go. Uh, I decided I decided to go to basically it's called the Chinese Theater. It's the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So I went there because you know <laughs> it's in the movies and stuff. So I had a lot of fun. So as soon as I landed in L- landed in L.A. Oh, another life hack. I got to LAX, and yeah, the Ubers are pricey. So another life hack is if you land in LAX, you can take something called the flyaway. It's like a bus, like a nice bus. So for about ten bucks, like nine seventy five, you take the flyaway bus. That takes you to Union Station, which is like a train station, and then from there you can either take the subway. Los Angeles has a subway, but from there you can either take a subway or you can take an Uber from there, and that actually saves you like ten to twenty bucks on an Uber. Hack. <laughs> so yeah so like it it saves you money so that's what i did i took the bus and i had time to kill so i took the bus to union station i could have taken the subway it is on my bucket list to ride the los angeles subway just to see what it's like but anyway from there i took an uber to basically it's like the hollywood walk of fame so i did see the chinese theater that's the famous theater where there's like hands and you know they you know the, that's where the stars put their hands into the concrete you know but it was blocked off because there's some sort of like uh film vessel thingy so i could look at it but you couldn't like walk around which is like totally fine like it's all good so across from the chinese theater then i went to like it's actually super fun that's where the tourists are um oh i went to a coffee shop the coffee shop lady was so nice uh, she's like hey you know uh, it was a capital one ca- coffee shop so she, I was like, hey, I'm on vacation. Like, take your time making my coffee. Like, seriously. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, but you have things to do. So I'm, I'm not going to take too long. I don't know. She's so sweet. So, like, as soon as I land in L.A., like, the empathy begins. Because, like, people are nice. And, like, with customer service, if you meet them with kindness, they meet you with kindness. And it's just nice. Okay. Because it just is. And But out here, I get it in the Bay Area. Like, customer service people, they're just sleepy, so it's all good. Okay, so I'm, I'm not mad at nobody in the Bay Area. Like, I, I, I get what the dynamic is up here. Okay, so, so yeah, it was super sweet. And, um, okay, so across from the Chinese Theater is something called the El Capitan Theater. And the El Capitan Theater is, like, um, it's really pretty. It's a historical theater. So I had time to kill. So I, I, I pre-planned. I bought, it was $18. I bought an $18 uh ticket so it's called i watched the nightmare before christmas in 4d so first of all the theater it's like a historical theater so it's gorgeous so i went into the theater and i what else did i do i went into the oh oh i went to the theater and they do check your bags and i was like hey i'm so sorry i just flew in from sf they're like you're cool they check my bag and it's cool (laughs) so uh, you get reserved seating. So as you're watching like the Nightmare Before Christmas in this case, like the oh, there's like an organ player. So that was pretty cool. The guy came out to welcome us and thank us for coming. Like that was cool for to see the movie. And then as you're watching the movie, there's special effects in the theater that happen like lightning and that kind of thing as you're watching. And that's what 4D means. And then at the end of the Nightmare Before Christmas, like um it was like basically snow like paper snow literally paper snow fell from the ceiling and was raining down on us at the end of the movie so everyone was looking around like is this happening because this is so magical and cool and awesome and it was happening the snow was like falling on us it was so cool (laughs) i mean it was so magical we're like is this a thing that's happening and yes it was a thing that was happening so I was like, what the what? So, and everyone in that theater was super cool, super nice. People in Los Angeles are effing cool, y'all. They're cool. Like, I don't know. They're friendly and they're awesome. So, they're, I, I, yeah, it's way more middle class, working class friendly, ironically. Way more than the Bay Area. Way more. So, in my opinion. So, um, yeah. So, so if you ever get a chance to see a movie at the El Capitan Theater, the theater is stunning. It's like a historical theater. So, it's worth the money just to walk and look at the theater. But also, like, um, yeah, if you go see a movie, they say in 4D, it's just more magical. Like, especially the confetti um, or the snow, the paper snow that fell fell down on us we were like it was so magical 
Okay. So f- then I finally got to check into my hotel. It's a hotel in Glendale. I love this hotel. They recognized me. I was like, hey, I was here in April. They're like, yeah, I remember you. And they gave me a free upgrade. So that was pretty cool. Um, it's close to food. So I can just walk to get food. I don't have to take an Uber. Um, okay. So then, um, so yeah, it was cool. I went to sleep, took a nap, la, la, la. Uh, let's see, I landed on like a, yeah, I came in on a Sunday, yeah, because the Evan and Zane concert was like on a Monday. By the way, I'm I'm wearing Evan and Zane swag right now. It's the shirt I got at the Zebulon, just to help make this podcast so much more magical. Okay, so, all right, so the Zebulon. So I, I took uh, like a lift, whatever, to the Zebulon. I got there early because I wanted to be up front. I got there too early. <laughs> I got there early. The front, the guy, like, controlling, whatever, the guy controlling the door, he was super nice, and I was like, uh, do I just, like, walk in? He's like, yeah, you just, like, walk in. He was nice. (laughs) Okay. So, I walked in, and, like, I I guess I was confused by the venue, so there's, like, a bar. I was like, so they just perform at the bar? No, (laughs) okay. So, the Zebulon is a great venue. There's not really a bad seat in the house. Um, there isn't. Okay. So there's a bar that's kind of like the waiting area, but it's like a bar with tables and stuff like that. And then there's doors and then you walk through the doors and that's the venue. And it's a it's a pretty cool venue. Yeah. So I arrived. I waited in line. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, so I waited in line. And then this really nice guy, he was wearing a cool hat. <laughs> His vibe was so chill. Um, he's a little bit older. I want to guess like mid to late 40s, maybe 50s. But his vibe was so chill and sweet. Um, maybe 50s. Okay. But anyway, I was waiting in line and he starts being chatty and sweet. And he starts showing me like he's basically a like a really sweet fan. He's a fan of um, Evan Rachel Wood, who's half of Evan and Zane. So, um, so he started showing me these pictures and photo ops that he's done with Evan Rich Wood. And I was like, cute, cute. So he keeps showing me these pictures. It's really sweet. I only have like one photo op picture with Evan and Zane. So it's like, here's my one picture. <laughs> he had tons of pictures because he'd gone to a bunch of Westworld. Uh, I I made I've made videos about Westworld. Love Westworld. Okay, the show that Evan Evan is in or was in. Uh, uh, so I, I was really hoping for a fifth season, but okay. So he he'd gone to a bunch of Westworld events and seen her at shows. So he had tons of pictures, and I was like, yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> he was so sweet, and we did talk about. I hate to say this, okay. So here's where it gets serious. Trigger warning. Um, and I don't always want to harp on this, but I, I did see on her Instagram stories where it's something she still has to deal with right now. Okay, so she um she did a documentary called uh, Phoenix Rising where she dated a man. To put it lightly, he's really, really mean and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so <laughs> he's sort of famous, but he was never my cup of tea, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, um, uh, but... He was saying, um, the really nice guy, he's like, he was showing me the photo op and he's like, yeah, she doesn't do photo ops anymore because, uh, the guy from Phoenix Rising, I'm going to call him MM because he gives me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. Okay. Not to make light of a very serious situation because basically, um, if you watch Phoenix Rising, it was like, I believe four years of very intense, uh, domestic violence and just, yeah, it was awful. Okay. So he should, M.M. should definitely be in prison and the FBI is working on it. And like literally, I pray for a lot of things, but I also pray that he is in prison because he's definitely a danger to society because he has like multiple victims. So anyway, so anyway, prayers to like definitely prayers to his victims and I'll say allegedly, but you know. So, um, but anyway, he, the guy, the really nice guy who's showing me pictures, he was just like, hey, like, uh, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm lucky I got a photo op before, you know, MM. Yeah, MM, apparently he like threatens Evan. So anyway, so she doesn't do photo ops anymore because of safety reasons. So yeah, I really hope the FBI is still working on it. And yeah, okay. So because Evan should be able to do a concert in LA and 
just have a good time and not have to worry about that. So, because Evan's really sweet. And so, um, anyway, the guy, he had this cool hat on. But he was like, yeah, I'm lucky I got a photo op before she stopped doing them. And I was like, yeah, me too. I'm glad I got a photo op before she got, she stopped doing them. Because it was fun. It's fun to do photo ops. For anyone out there, it's totally fun. It's totally worth the money. Because it's just, it's fun. And then I made a poster out of my photo op with Evan and Zane. And I did a photo op with Michelle Nichols from Star Trek. I did a photo op with um, uh, Gabrielle from Xena, the warrior princess. So it's super fun. And I have those both up on my walls too. So photo ops are super fun. Anyone out there who's never done a photo op. One of my friends did a photo op with some like Harry Potter actors. They're all in the 30s now. And um, that's cute. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely recommend it. It's fun. Trust me. It's a fun thing to spend your money on. Like, I recommend it. Okay. So, yeah, but we were both saying, like, and he was really sweet. He's like, man, it really sucks that, you know, MM is, like, mean to her. Because, well, yeah, yeah, it sucks. Okay. So, prayers for the FBI to keep working on it, please, FBI. Okay. So, anyway, so um, this guy was super sweet. So, we go up, like, finally they let us in. And we go up to the front, basically the front of the stage. Because, well, he's a fanboy and I'm a fangirl. So, and um, he keeps showing me more pictures. I was like, yep, great. And then, um, okay, but finally, like, the show starts. And the uh, the opener, I believe his name is I Am Charles Jones. Yeah, and um, if you go to my YouTube channel, my handle is Julie the Filmmaker. Uh, I put links to, I'm pretty sure his name is I Am Charles Jones. But, so the, the lead-in musician was an organ player named I Am Charles Jones. Pretty sure that's correct. And he did a great job um, of just, like, warming up the crowd. He was really funny, getting us all engaged. Like, it was super cool. Um, and you can watch, if you, later on, You I talk more about him on my YouTube video. Okay. And then, um, oh, by the way, like, every Evan and Zane concert I've been to, which I've, at this point I've been to a lot, um, they always attract, like, a really great crowd. Like, um, like everyone's there is just super awesome. So, um yeah people are friendly they're chill they're cool like totally so like um yeah I totally feel totally fine going by myself because like it's always such a friendly crowd so um just for anyone out there you should totally go to a show because people are they they which awesome people attract other awesome people right so okay so it's and everyone's hyped and it's a Halloween show and that kind of thing so um so yeah event so Charles Charles Jones he opens he gets everyone warmed up he's hilarious and then everyone gets on stage. Um, it was Zane, Evan. Uh, the, there is a bass player, a guitar player. Um, they're all wearing like skeleton makeup. It was pretty cool. And then Evan was uh, dressed like uh, a devil. Like, <laughs> but she was wearing like a red dress and then she had little devil horns. So she's the cutest, sweetest devil I've ever seen. <laughs> But also, she's very badass, like, totally. And I think she has, like, a black belt in martial arts, so she's very badass. Don't want to say she's not badass. And then Zane was wearing, like, all red outfit, and it was cool. It was totally visual. is great. And then they just did a really awesome, uh, val uh, no, Valentine's, no, wrong, 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 <laughs> wrong holiday. They did a great Halloween show. Like, it was great. They did, like, spider webs from um, No Doubt, and, like, it was very hyped. Like, everyone was hyped up. It was a sold-out show. I think, um, I'll have to check, but I think it's, Zebulon has either 200 or 300 people, but it was, uh, as far as capacity, but it was a sold-out show, energy was awesome, everyone was having fun, it was just freaking awesome, and then I, um, I went to, oh, I bought, I bought my t-shirt at the venue, uh, so it says Zebulon Halloween Evan Plus Zine 2023. It's just really cool. And so I'm wearing it right now because it's fun. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a great show. Uh, I If you want to, because I, 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 my time's limited on these podcasts. So if you want more details on the Evan and Zane show, I, there's a funny, like Zane, Zane's really zany. He's really funny. Evan and Zane together, they play off each other really well. They have a lot of chemistry. I think they've known each other for like 10 plus years. So um, they really work together as a band, like in general. So uh, yeah, and Evan was awesome. She did an Alice Cooper song, which made my heart go pitter patter because yeah. And so, uh, oh, and she did Zombie. Holy crap. Zombie by the Cranberries. 
Um, I remember back in 2018, the first time I heard her sing, or I heard them do Zombie by the Cranberries. I remember 2018 because, like, you could hear a pen drop when she was singing that song. Like, it was breathtakingly beautiful. Um, first of all, that song is just s- such a stunning song. And it's stunning when the Cranberries do it. Um, but the reverence that Evan and Zane show for the songs that they cover is just really cool, you know. So it's a great show. Um, it was a blast. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, so with that, I, ca- uh, I came back. Um, here's the deal. <laughs> so I came back from uh, L.A. Oh, oh, right. And then I'll have to do a different podcast because, like, I don't have tons of time. I try to make these podcasts only about an hour so um okay anyway so um do 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 uh um okay so anyway yeah it was uh, it was super fun all right so here's my segue okay so i came back from la there i did more i also went to a personal development conference called growth day excuse me so um i'll talk about that more in like two seconds because i do have um notes here but okay so here's the deal. Here's the deal. So, um, all right. I got back from LA and I'm, you know, I like, I'm like a Evan and Zane fangirl. Also, it seems like the YouTube algorithm and y'all, y'all like it when I just talk about how much I like Evan. <laughs> you guys are like, tell me more about how you like Evan. And I was like, that's sweet. You're like, yeah, keep, keep, keep talking about that. And I was like, okay. So, okay. But I don't want to be some weirdo on the internet, but it's too late. Like, maybe I'm just a weirdo on the internet. Okay. But, okay. So, okay. I got back from, uh, I got back from, uh, Los Angeles and I quickly made a YouTube video about, is it, it, it's called I Heart Evan Rachel Wood. And y'all love it when I do that. <laughs> you just, you like it. Okay. Which is great. I mean, I did, it is sincere. It's not some stunt. I like her. So okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's pretty sincere. Uh there's no I have no agenda. I mean marriage, my agenda is marriage. I'd like to marry her, but other than that, there's no agenda. Okay. So um okay. So um well, I, we could start a club. You know what I mean? Anyone out there who wants to marry Evan Rachel, let's start a club. There's probably a couple hundred of us. Let's just start a club and she can choose like I get it. Let's start some sort of fan club. We'll, we'll make it work. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, oh, right. I came back and I made a video about uh, I Heart Evan Rachel Wood, and it's totally like a fangirl video. I did say, like, um, I guess that's like, since I'm pretty much gay, it's hard to be attracted to women or, okay, what are, that is to say. I made the video, and then Evan was wearing this red dress, and she looked absolutely beautiful and stunning, and I was afraid in the video, I published the video, and it got like 86 views. Anyway, I was afraid that I was going on, this is where I overthink things, I was afraid that I was going on and on too much about the dress, as in she looked amazing, so I was like, oh wait, am I like objectifying her? I don't know. So I made the video private, just in case, I don't know, you guys. But then I was like, well, I'm overthinking it. So then I made it I made it public again as of today because I just uploaded another YouTube video. So if someone in the comment section like of YouTube's like, you're being a weirdo, then I'll make it private again. And that's where I was like over I overthink everything. Okay, it's not easy being a fangirl. <laughs> and it's 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 also not easy being attracted to women. There's so many like mixed messages in general, like from society like I do feel bad for straight guys or empathy for straight guys okay so I was like wow okay so with that the last thing I wanted to say about that is oh for anyone out there yeah I'm more than happy oh that's right so I post Alex was like can you post a lot on Instagram totally like like totally and then someone else on Zane's discord was like you get really good footage and I'm like I'm here for you I'm here for you fans i i got you i got you okay so um <clears throat> what a, oh yeah like so someone recently found me on instagram and was, and was just liking all my footage so here's what i want to say to anyone out there this year they did a show in la they did they did they did a show in new york they did a show in colorado so they, they covered the east coast west coast and kind of like the kind of the midwest 
So what I'm trying to do is like anyone out there, I'd highly encourage you um, to go. Oh, they have a show coming up in January. So I would highly encourage you to to see them in concert. Like, I think they're great. I'm doing I am a fangirl uh, for free. (laughs) Not that I would I wouldn't I would not accept payment. I don't even know how that works. Okay, I'm happy to do to do this. So I'm happy to spread the love because, hey, you know, all you need is love. Right. That's what the Beatles said. So. I'm happy to spread the evidence in love. It's all great. So to anyone out there who hasn't made it to a show yet, an Evansane show, I am here for you. I will try to do the best I can so that y'all can experience like their shows, uh, you know, and, and to anyone out there one day, you know, keep the faith. You will get to see them in concert. And trust me, it's going to be awesome. You're going to be surrounded by amazing people. You're going to see a really great show and it will be awesome. So hang in there out there. Hang in there, folks. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to see them live, like I am here for you. I will help you just as a fellow fan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, okay. So the last thing I wanted to say was about Evan Zane. So yeah, hang in there. Also, they did a stream, an Evan and Zane Halloween stream. It's on their website. It's only $20. You download it and you keep it forever. I got it. <laughs> I bought it. It's amazing. It's it's good quality. It's like a really nice camera, uh, really nice microphones, um, really great show. And and they did a lot of streams during COVID. I really appreciated it. It really got me through COVID, uh, you know, COVID times when we were all stuck in the house. So so anyway, I would highly rec- recommend that stream. Uh, I you know just uh, come join the love. Come join the love, folks. Okay, because it is a good show, and um, and I, Evan and Zane are both very badass. Don't get me wrong; they're the most badass people ever. Um, but I, I don't know. As someone who's encountered psychopaths, uh, they're also sweet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. But they're badass. I promise that they're very badass. Okay. Um, the last thing I wanted to say. Oh, okay. So the last thing I wanted to say was, um, I kind of addressed this in the YouTube video that I was afraid maybe I was being a little too flippant. That's the other thing too. Okay. Um, but when I posted the stuff about, uh, I posted some footage of Evan and Zane in Colorado, their psychedelic show. Um, someone messaged me from the Czech Republic. (laughs) Okay. Someone messaged me and was like, Hey, I noticed you're a a fan of Evan Rachel Wood. I was like, totally. And then he was like, Oh, by the way, there's this book coming out. And this is where I do want to say trigger warning, but there's this book and I bought the book and I've been reading the book and the book is so intense, but okay. Uh, so this guy reached out to me, really nice guy. He's like, Hey, I heard you're a fan of, I saw that you're a fan of Evan Rachel Wood. I was like, totally. She's great. And, And Evan plus Zane, Zane Carney is really great. I catch him on Twitch and he's really great too. So I was like, yeah, totally. And he's like, hey, there's this book coming out. So the book is called The Crimes of M.M. That's what I call him. He's from, uh, he's the guy from Phoenix Rising. And the book's by Jacob Jaw, who's from the Czech Republic. It's a really good book, but it's very intense. Um, Jacob is a really good writer. And about a year ago, I did a review of Phoenix Rising, the documentary. And then, um... MMs, that's what I call him. His fans found me and um, they left. I only got like three comments, but they're really intense. They weren't mean, but they're like really intense. And I was like, yikes. Okay. So I made the video private. Only main reason is I'm not rich. And so I think MM is like very wealthy. So that's the only reason I'm afraid of MM. One, he gives me the heebie jeebies, but two, he's very wealthy. So rich, you know, a certain kind of rich person can use their money to hurt somebody. So But, okay, but I want to get, I just, I've been reading this book. I'm going to do a review of it on YouTube when I finish reading it. And, um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Jacob Jaw. I don't know if he speaks English. Um, I don't speak Czech. (laughs) I don't even know, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but the Czech Republic. So I don't speak Czech. The the book's in English. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to Jacob Jaw for writing this book because, um, it's a very powerful book. Um, it was only like 15 bucks. And I was like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, hey, if God brought this book into my life, like this guy reached out to me on Instagram, really nice guy. He's like, 
I said, hey, thanks for being so supportive of Evan and la la la. He's like, oh yeah, she's great. And they're like, by the way, here's this, you know, this book's coming out, you you know, in case you want to read it. So I wanted to support Jacob in writing this book because it's really brave of him. And I will be doing a YouTube video on it. This book is so intense. So it's hard to, it's hard to read because it's like, ugh, it's just so intense. But, um, but yeah, um, so I'll do a YouTube video about that. So, okay, so that's everything with that. Um, Okay, so, uh, oh, oh, all right. So I guess maybe I'll make a different podcast, but I went to something called Growth Day. The ticket was like, in Los Angeles, the ticket was like 50 bucks. And, um, uh, and the, the, it's all, it's a motivational thing basically by, uh, Brendan Burchard, Trent Shelton, uh, Ed Milet. These are all like basically motivational speakers. They do other stuff, but, um, you know, the best way, if you're not into personal de- development, the best way to put it is, like, they write books and that kind of thing. Um, so for 50 bucks, I went to this personal development. You go to my Instagram, at uh, Julie Makes Movies, if you want visuals for everything I'm talking about. So they, um, so, but anyway, the ticket was 50 bucks, and then uh, you're there for about eight hours. You get a lunch break. But it was a motivational event called Growth Day. And for eight hours, people just, the motivational stuff, I mean, you get a break, but you know what I mean. Uh, the doors opened at 10, then you get a lunch break, then the event ends at 4, so 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. So it's about seven hours, but there's like lunch break. Okay, but but basically, for at least a couple of hours, motivational speaking, you have a, a bunch of motivational speakers telling you how awesome and amazing you are and how you should follow your dreams, and then they have tactics and la, la, la. So that was a great event. I really liked it. Like, I'm kind of running out of time, so I could go into more detail about that. Um, shout out to Trent Shelton, shout out to Brendan Burchard, like, um, Lori Harder, um, Ed Milet. So these are like motivational speakers and they write books and that kind of thing. Like I said, the event was only 50 bucks. That's the ticket. But if you just need like a boost, like someone's, the theme was how to boost your self-esteem. So if you just need someone telling you, Hey, you're awesome. You can do this for all your dreams. Um, I would highly recommend it. And there's a marching band, Los Angeles marching band. And uh, I was in the marching band in uh, high school. I played the trumpet and it was a predominantly uh, black African-American marching band. It was awesome. <laughs> and so I would, uh, I don't know. I was like, when I saw the marching band, I was like, I want to join. <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay, so it's a great event. It's called Growth Day. It happens in Los Angeles once a month. I highly recommend, uh, probably if you just Google Growth Day Los Angeles, there you go. Um, uh, and you just need a pick me up. You just need someone telling you, you're awesome. You can do this. Keep following your dreams. So I highly recommend that. Okay. Um, last thing I want to address this past summer. Um, okay. This is, I'm going to get a little personal this past summer for sure. Like I, I, I was getting over basically a broken heart and I had a thing for a woman, I just want to say, because I did some YouTube videos, for the record, I just want to say for the record, I'm not sleazy, I promise, so uh, I, I had a thing with the, uh, okay, that's, not, oh, whatever, okay, so I had feelings for a woman, and we were maybe gonna date or whatever-ish, okay, for the record, nothing happened, we didn't even kiss, <laughs> for the record, we didn't even kiss, so, but uh, the other thing I want to say is, I actually liked her, so I'm not, I just want to say, I'm not sleazy. So for the record, I'm not sleazy. And two, uh, we didn't even kiss. And three, um, I actually liked her, like liked her, liked her. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I wasn't, I was disappointed. I wasn't disappointed that again that I didn't get any action because I promise I'm not sleazy. But and also I'm sex sex positive. I was just, I, I was disappointed because I like liked her. That's all. So. This summer I was feeling heartbroken because like it just, you, you know, we hung out like three times. We just hung out. And uh, like I said, we didn't even kiss. But uh, which is totally fine. Of course, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying for anyone out there, just in case, <laughs> I just want you to know for anyone out there, nothing happened. <laughs> but also for the record, I, I, I met her super randomly. Um, she's pretty great, but we're just friends. It's all good. And yeah. So I just gotten over like basically healing my heart, my broken heart or my disappointment because she was pretty great, but we're going to be friends. 
um right around that time happened then like the evan and zane concerts came up and i was like yes i need to pick me up and she even said the last time i hung out with her she's like well maybe maybe she literally said maybe evan and zane will do some concerts or something like she's trying to help me feel better she's so sweet (laughs) okay anyway from her lips to god's ears okay so then it was nice it was nice to it was just nice it was great okay to the evan and zane concerts came perfect timing perfect timing okay but i just wanted to say that about about that woman okay so finally okay so finally, here are my tips on how to follow your dreams because that's what I'm doing as an indie filmmaker. Uh, let's see, I'm I'm trying to post YouTube videos. I have a day job. I went through the first draft of the screenplay. Uh, I'm sorry, the first act of the screenplay that we're go- I'm going to be making this year. So the actors are exciting. The actor strike is over, right? Yeah, the actor strike is over. But my cinematographer is excited. My actors are excited. I'm super excited about this movie. So I went through the first act. I feel really good about it. I still need to switch some scenes around. So I'm on draft two where I'm just kind of working out the story structure. But I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. We're going to have a blast. Like everyone is so excited about this movie. So I'm just so excited. <laughs> and knock on wood, uh, I feel like this could be a hit. I, I feel like. So step one, we're going to try to make the best movie ever. And then two, marketing. Um, oh, so for the, I have a day job. Just to let y'all know, I'm still in a humble place. I have credit card debt. I have student loans. My credit score sucks. So, but I have, also have a rent control department in Oakland. Hallelujah. Um, I like my day job. Um, I'm happy with what it pays. Um, uh, it took me a long time to find like, quote unquote, a good job. I was like a caregiver for 10 years for the elderly, the blind, etc. So, um, my first job was cashier at Burger King. So I come from a pretty humble place. So, um, yeah. So do anyone out there like, and like I said, I've been in the Bay Area since 2005. I'm 41 years old. So like, you know, like I haven't quite made it yet, quote unquote, made it, but on one hand, but also I live a good life, but I'm still following my dreams. La la la. Okay. So here's the deal. So that's my housekeeping stuff right now. Okay, so um, how to follow your dreams. Okay, here's the advice. Okay, first things first, like, okay, whatever your dreams are, your dream could be cleaning out your garage. Your dream could be you want to mop your living room. Or your dream could be like, for me, I want to be a successful filmmaker. That's my dream, right? And so it could be bigger or you want to write a novel or something creative, you know what I'm saying? So, or you want to start YouTubing or podcasting, that kind of thing. So um, step one to following your dreams is step one. You got to like do the work. So you got to sit down at the easel. I think that's the word. Like if you're a painter, you got to paint. You, you got to actually get the paint supplies and blah, 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 and you have to sit down. You have to sit down and paint. For me tonight, after I do this, um, I'm going to look at act two of my screenplay. <coughs> Because it's Saturday night, and that's how I rock and roll on a Saturday night, at least tonight. So, uh, yeah, you, you you have to actually, I have to sit down at my keyboard and look at act two of the script I wrote, just to see if the story structure is working. <coughs> so, or like, you have to, if your dream is clean out the garage, you got to go to the garage <laughs> and start clearing out your stuff. So you actually have to do the work. And I would just say like, when I get home from work, I like meditate for 10 minutes to kind of get my brain ready to do the creative stuff. And then I go, that was a game changer for me. Or I nap, but I give myself 10 minutes to kind of like switch over to my creative side. <clears throat> when I get home from work on Saturdays, I basically I go to the gym, I go to my favorite coffee shop, I come home, I today I watch Friends because that's my memorial to Matthew Perry watching Friends. <clears throat> And rest in peace, Matthew Barry. So I just chill, play Mario Kart on my phone while I'm watching Friends. Um, or I watched a Barbara Steinwald movie, love her. So and then and then after that, then I'm like, okay, let me do some some work. And that's what I'm doing now. Like I publish a YouTube video, um, and then I'm doing this podcast, and then I'm gonna look at the script tonight. So um, but you actually have to sit down and do work. And what I would say, part of doing work is schedule the fun times, like my fun thing tomorrow, I'm going to call my friend who lives in Virginia and we're going to chat. Shout out to Matt. So that's my fun thing for tomorrow. And then, um, but yeah, schedule in fun time, schedule in relaxing time, 
schedule in napping time, but also schedule in like at least an hour a day, at least an hour a day. You owe it to you. You owe it to your dreams to give yourself an hour a day to work on your novel, work on your screenplay, clean out the garage, whatever your dream is. So you actually have to like do the work, you know what I mean? And it's not always glamorous because, you know, it's fun, but it's not always glamorous. So, okay. So step one to following your dreams, you got to do the work. Second thing to following your dreams is keep the faith and whatever that is, like faith in God, the universe, whatever, but trust in the plan, trust in the universe's plan, trust in God's plan, whatever it is, like trust that the plan, um, I don't know, like I'm waiting for God to go pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and that is to say, and then I make it right, you know, so uh, like Matthew Perry, I'm, when I, I listened to his book on Audible and it's like, he, he he did a bunch of movies, he did a bunch of auditions, and then he got friends, and that forever changed his life, right? So that's what you're waiting on, that lightning moment, basically. But you got to do the work, like, you know, and that's what Matthew, you got to go on the auditions, or you got to, you know, whatever your thing is. I got to keep chugging out these screenplays and making these movies until, like, God, lightning strikes, right, or whatever, so, or the universe. But keep the faith that it's going to work out, like, and, and trust in the plan, just 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 trust in the plan because I do think the plan is perfect, whatever cosmic plan you're on. Keep the faith. Um, uh, and then my third step is, I guess they're pretty intertwined. But yeah, trust in the plan because it's like, I've had a, I, you know, uh, Stephen Pressfield calls it going pro. But the year I went pro, the, the year I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be an indie filmmaker. I'm going to take this seriously. Like, this is it. This is what I want to do my, with my life. The year I did that was 2008. And as you can see, I'm not Steven Spielberg or Martin Scorsese. And they're, they're legends. Or Greta Gerwig. Those are all very A-list directors living their best lives. And they're all geniuses, in my opinion. But... Um, you know, so 2008 was when I was like, fuck it, excuse my language, I'm doing this, this is what I want to do. And so as you can see, like, hey, like, I haven't like, what, you know what I mean, like made it, made it the way, whatever. But y'all, I've been having, it's been hard, it's been a struggle, blah, blah, blah. But also, I've like, I've been having the time of my life when I sit down to like, write, I just feel good, you know, or even doing these podcasts, I feel good. Like, I'm not Joe Rogan and he gets millions of listens it's like that's okay it's all good like I like having a small audience and the people who respond to my stuff they're super awesome so like I'm good I am having a blast following my dreams so you know what I'm saying and so it just feels good to write it feels good to make movies uh uh the budget for my next movie is nothing <laughs> So it's all good. It's all good. Like my cinematographer and I, we have a lot of experience. We know what we're doing this time. Hallelujah. So we got this. We're feeling so good about this movie. So um, it's it's been great following my dreams. It's been heartbreaking and blah, 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 blah. But also it's been great. Like it feels so good. So um, I'm trusting in the plan, the cosmic plan. Like it just, it's awesome. It's been great following my dreams. So, and I, I haven't made it yet. Right. So I want to make it. And, but I believe that we can all make it. I believe that my, I am ambitious and I want every human being on planet earth making a million dollars a year doing what they love. And for me, I know it's like, I, and I don't know, that's, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I'm not an accountant. <laughs> But my dream, my ambition is that everybody gets to make it. Everyone's dream gets to come true. That's my ambition. So we all get to make it, you know, and uh, those that's my dream. So, yes. So as far as following your dreams, um, one, you got to do the work. You got to do the non-glamorous work Two, keep the faith in whatever you believe in. Hey, your personal faith could be Norse mythology. <laughs> Or, or 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 astrology or tarot cards like because I like tarot cards too like it's all good like whatever works for you like seriously like try, just keep the faith in whatever the universe it's all good like and three trust in the plan like the cosmic plan whatever that plan is you're on the right path the minute you sit down and decide I'm gonna do this thing then you're on the right 
path. Something like kinetic. Oh, and I'm going to quote Stephen Pressfield. Um, there's something called the Muses. I think it's a Greek thing, Greek mythology. But the Muses are the, I think they're goddesses. And they're in charge of uh, creative stuff, right? So something Stephen Pressfield says, when you sit down for the, when you show up for the Muses, the Muses show up for you. So it's like when I sit down to write a script, I agree with Stephen Pressfield. The Muses show up. They see it. They see me working on my stuff and uh, they like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they help me out and that's how I get ideas, you know what I mean, on a spiritual level. So uh, that works for me. I like it. Okay. So, And the Muses and Hercules, that Disney movie, they were pretty badass. So, okay. But um, yeah. So yeah. How to follow your dreams. Do the work. Keep the faith and trust in the plan. You're on the right path to anyone out there. Um, you know, pick up your guitar or my friend plays electric saxophone, pick up your electric saxophone <laughs> and, and get to work. Like you got this, you can do this. Okay. So, um, okay. Yes. So that was my podcast. I had a blast in Los Angeles. Uh, keep the faith of an insane fans. Um, you'll get to go to one of their concerts one day, like totally. In the meantime, I got you. I will keep you know, I don't know. I got you. I got you, Alex. Okay. So, and, um, keep working on your stuff. Thank you to Jacob Jaw for writing this book that I've been reading. Um, it's really brave. It's really brave. Oh yeah. So I'll make that YouTube video when I finish the book. And, um, anyway, it's anyone out there. Um, yeah, I think you're awesome. I think you're amazing. Um, life is awesome. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling this year was great. This, this year was a good year. And um, I still believe that love conquers all. I still believe that uh, good always wins. The battle of good versus evil, it's been a thing that's been happening since the beginning of time. And it just, it comes up in various different ways. But I really do believe that good always wins. Good always wins. The good people always win. So keep the faith. It's all going to work out to everyone out there. All your dreams are going to come true, and it's going to be awesome. I, 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 I promise you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Julie. Oh, my website, it costs like 150 bucks to keep my website up. So to be, to be honest, I've been parking it. I've been spending 30 bucks a month to just park it. So I need to republish it. So I will republish my uh, on the 15th. <laughs> on December 15th. I will republish my website and and put it back up. But okay, so but you can my YouTube handle is uh, Julie the filmmaker, and that has all my socials. I'm on TikTok. Um, I'm on Instagram at Julie Makes Movies, so you can follow me there. And uh, if you want want more content, yeah, check out my YouTube channel. Okay, so yeah, I'm Julie. Thank you so much for listening. You're awesome. You're amazing. You got this and your dreams will come true. I promise you. And good will win. Good always defeats evil. It always wins. It, it You could never defeat good. You just can't do it. You can knock good down, but good always gets up. So um, there's plenty of depictions in history where, where good and love wins. A lot of depictions. And Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. Whenever there's a tragedy, look for the helpers. So thank you to J Jacob Jaw for writing this book. You're a helper. Thank you to, to that really great guy I hung out with at the Evan and Zane concert. He's a helper. So thank you for all the helpers. It's everyone who showed up to the concert, you're helpers. So thanks, thank you so much. All right. Um, thanks so much for listening. You all are awesome. I'm Julie. You can follow my socials. Keep being amazing. And um, y'all uh, have a good night. I'm about to work on a screenplay. Uh, good night, y'all.